Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil. He's a slacker. How'd you do in school? Dropped out after 10th grade. Living in his mom's basement. My stepson will urinate in the back stairwell. It seems to be a new definition of lazy when you won't even walk to the bathroom. But is he entirely to blame? You go to the top of the basement and yell loser down the stairs. I have. And then he'll slam the basement door. But he has no consequences for any of his actions. Do you? Let's do it. If we're going to do something here that matters, then we got to deal with the truth. Have a good show, everybody. Here we go. If I can help get this family back on track, are you willing to do that? Ready, three, take. This is going to be a changing day in your life. Well, you know, Robin and I have two boys. Yes. They're 31 and 24. Yes. And you know what they are? Precious, adorable. They're out of the house. Oh, yes, they are. Okay? They're out of the house. Now, we've all seen movies where a 20-something guy still lives in his parents' house, refusing to leave the nest. Sarah Jessica Parker fell in love with one of these guys in the romantic comedy Failure to Launch. Well, today we've got a real-life 23-year-old who still lives at home. Except to his parents, this ain't funny. They say he is majoring in failure because he dropped out of school. He's been fired from not one, not two, not three, but 12 jobs. He's living in their basement. Take a look. My 23-year-old son is majoring in failure because he really has no ambition to make a better life for himself. Downstairs, we have a 23-year-old plant. The wheels have fallen off his bus. The balance of his days and nights are spent down in the basement, glued to his computer. Justin's probably had 10 or 15 jobs since he was 18. Justin starts a job. He lasts usually two or three weeks. I guess he decides he doesn't like it, and he just gets lazy, and then he gets fired. After a few weeks, it's just like the same thing, and I just get bored of it. Bill will pretty much try anything just to kick me out of the house. The first time that we kicked Justin out of the house, he slept out behind the garage. The second time he was kicked out, he slept in his car. I ended up living in my car for about a week or two. That wasn't very pleasant. There's been more than one attempt to try to get him to realize that this is not the path you want to go down, but for whatever reason, he doesn't get it. Number changes, it's the same different thing. I know. I'm very soft when it comes to my kids. It's really hard for me to be the tough guy because I'm the only person the kids have ever had. I am beyond fed up. I don't know how much more of it I can take. I don't feel that we're ever going to have a life. And if he doesn't learn any skills now, he's going to be living in a cardboard box. Well, we wanted to get a better look at Justin's digs. His stepfather calls this his grotto. Take a look. Justin currently lives in our basement, which I now refer to as the grotto. Stinks. Just as a deep, dark hole in the abyss. 
I like to stay in the basement most of the time, though I just sit down here pretty much all day and watch TV or do whatever. I would describe the living conditions in the basement as frat house meets I never clean up. So you're going to find empty beer bottles, half drank, half drank, dinner plates that have been left there for days on end. It's not that I don't want to keep the basement clean, it's just I tend to forget that I leave stuff sitting around most of the time and I just don't really pick it up. Here's the garbage can. Here's the garbage. Even though I do have a trash can here, I usually just find it's too far to throw it or I just miss half the times and it just ends up piling up around me. Just put it in the garbage. I don't know why, why? This is the 21st century means of urination. My stepson will urinate in the back stairwell, opposed to coming upstairs to a hygienic, fully furnished bathroom. Yeah, I saw a drain there and I thought I would just go into the sewer like everything else does. He does peeing bottles down there because he's too lazy to come upstairs. I don't know what's in these cups. It's yellow. I'm just thinking I gotta go at the time when I'm doing that. He doesn't respect this place. He doesn't appreciate this place. I hate coming down here. I gotta get out of here. Well, Justin and his sister Brianne are here along with their mother Bonnie and their stepfather Bill. Now, Justin and Brianne are not on speaking terms with Bill. But today, they've agreed to talk all about the problems at home. What's your major complaint, Bill? Justin's living in the basement. He's, he's not getting life. He's, he's going to die in a cardboard box. Do you agree that this is a problem? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like if he doesn't... Yeah, I agree it's a problem. If he doesn't figure out what he's going to do in his life, he's going to end up homeless. Like, I'm not going to live forever. Why, why do you think this is the circumstance? I don't know. I don't understand it. Well, what's your theory? I mean, you say, I don't know. I mean, but if you don't know, who does? You've been there since the moment he was born. Yeah. You've been with him every step of the way. People are products of their learning history. If you had to advance a theory, what is it? I have a hard time kicking him out or doing anything like that. I'm not going to, like, and, and I probably am too soft on him. And do you think that's a gift to him, that, no. that you're being kind oh, to him and that no, you love him and, and so you're taking care of him and patting him and all that? And so, therefore, who, do, who does that help, you or him? Well, it helps me more. It makes you me. feel better, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you parent from guilt, right? You said, yeah. I'm the only one they've got. How'd you do in school, by the way? I didn't do too well. I got dropped out after 10th grade. Why? Why did I stop going to school? Uh, Probably the friends I was hanging out with. Has nobody ever asked you these questions and waited for a real answer? Yeah, no. No, nobody has no. ever asked you, no one has ever held you account that said, why do you get to quit school? And what'd you do when you quit school? I laid just, around at home? Yeah, pretty much. I laid around at home for about a year and then... They for about started, a year? Yeah, and they started telling me to you know, go look for a job. So that's what I tried to do. It seems to be a new definition of lazy when you won't even walk to the bathroom and you pee in a bottle. Yeah. Is there any standard to which you hold yourself? I don't know. So you're just counting on her taking care of you? Well, at the moment, it looks like that. You've never asked him these questions? Yeah, I have. Like, I've wanted him. Like, I pretty much dragged him But when he said, tent. well, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. You just said, well, okay, let's, let me, you want something to eat? No. <laughs> no. Well, just you about. Know, 
Well, I mean, no, seriously, yeah. I, isn't that a, come on. I, Look, we gotta be honest here. You've said, I'll never kick him out. Long as you're drawing a breath, he's got a place to stay, right? Pretty much. I'm, I, yeah, I have a hard time doing that. What the hell's happened to common sense? I mean, you know why children develop verbal skills? Because at some point, their parents stop getting them a drink when they say, wawa. They say, no, 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 you want water, right? You want a drink. It's not wawa, or we would have someone his age saying, wawa. <laughs> you know, and so yeah. the reason we don't you, don't, you don't say that, do you? Not anymore. <laughs> do you say pee pee? <laughs> no. Okay. No, you just pee pee. Yeah. Okay. But you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We, would have, we would have adults walking around saying wawa when they wanted a drink yeah. because nobody ever required them to go to the next level. And nobody said, hey, if you're thirsty, say it. And then pretty soon they'd come over there, <clears throat> excuse me, water, please. <laughs> and they would get a drink. He's still functioning at like 10, 12 years old, dependency-wise, because that's where you stopped requiring him to go to the next level. Do you agree with that? Yep. Okay. I just never thought of it like that. Like, I just, I never thought of it. That, I, I just didn't. To see, our job as parents is to prepare our child for the next level. And if we don't ever get to the next level, then they fixate. They stay at one place. All right, we've got to take a quick break. Next, we're going to find out what Justin and Brianne say is the hardest part about living under the same roof as their stepfather, Bill. Is he helping or is he just throwing a wrench into works? We'll talk about that in a minute. Well, Bill will call Justin a bastard. He's useless, lazy, irresponsible, ungrateful. He's a He thinks I'm too hard. You know, perhaps I am, but this is how I see it. Tomorrow on an all-new Dr. Phil, he's going to the altar for the 11th time. How have you gotten 10 men to marry you? What is your secret? You want to know, right? He's had 10 divorces. Number five. Lasted two years. Number eight. Six weeks. Number 10. A little over a month. Will this room be a keeper? Number 11 is here. Dr. Phil has the question on everyone's mind. I mean, seriously, what the hell are you thinking? Then on Thursday. The honeymoon ended the day after my wedding. It's a battle of the exes. There was a woman wearing my fur coat on his cell phone. Actually, it's all she's wearing. That's Thursday. We're talking with a mom and stepdad who have struck out trying to get their 23-year-old son to just, he doesn't have to like go conquer the world, they just want him to move out of the house. Now Justin lives at home, he sleeps in the basement, he dropped out of high school and he's had a tough time keeping a job. Now Justin and his sister Brianne say living with their stepfather Bill hasn't been a picnic. Take a look. I can totally relate to Bill's frustration with Justin. I've grown up with it all my life, but I don't agree with the way he goes about handling the situations. I've tried being nice to him. I've yelled at him and screamed at him to see if it creates some sort of reaction, which it doesn't. My stepdad always calls me a loser. Oh, Bill will call Justin a bastard. He's useless, lazy, irresponsible, ungrateful. He's a there's nothing that I can see that motivates him. The thing that stresses me about Bill the most is just probably how aggressive he is towards the situations that we get into sometimes. He thinks I'm too hard, you know, perhaps I am, but 
this is how I see it. Bill's not really helping the situation. The way Bill handles things sometimes is over the top and not appropriate. Justin and Bill have gotten in some pretty violent arguments. One time, Bill actually lunged at Justin, grabbed him, threatened to choke him and punch him. At that point, my mom intervened and kind of split them up. I don't really talk to him when he's around. I try not to even make eye contact with him. My relationship with Brianne is horrible right now. He's called me a bitch. He's called me a He's called me irresponsible. I'm ungrateful. I'm stupid. And because of the volatility between Bill and I, I moved out. The way he treats me some of the times, the way he yells at me and calls me names, I just don't think it's right. So, Brianna, you say you moved out because of Bill. Yeah, yeah. He got critical and aggressive of your boyfriend. He did, yeah. Called him a leech and... Yeah, called him a leech and got up in his face about, you know, after a few martinis. And um, at that point, I just said, I'm done. Yeah. And, and you feel like you know what what Justin needs to do, right? He has no consequences for any of his actions. Do you? I have all my life. Well, I'm just curious, if, because you seem like you know what needs to happen here, just from a common sense no. standpoint. No, I don't know. That's why I've said in the interview, I don't know what we need to do. That's why we've come here. Because but you have a lot of opinions you express. I certainly have a lot of opinions. I am and I'm just wondering, if you're so smart, how come you can't get it to change? Well, apparently I'm not that smart. You go to the top of the stairs of the basement and yell loser down the stairs. I have. And then he'll slam the basement door. But you know what? In all fairness, you guys have all done the exact same thing, and you have all nurtured it as well. You know very well that you have done the same thing. What happened three weeks ago? When you remember when you had the whole incident with the beer? You offered him a beer. He ended up drinking all of your beer, and you freaked out on him. You flipped out on him. You called him every name under the sun. You took his computer keyboards away. You guys all contribute to the same environment. We don't keep the fight going for months on end. I'm not trying to keep the fight going. So you're defending what you're doing. I, I thought, because I thought you were saying, no, I've made some mistakes here, but no, you're not. No. You're defending. No, I'm not defending. I have made a lot of mistakes. I admit that. You I are do defending not it. Have... You did, in fact, you just said, not only am I defending it, I indict the rest of you with me. The only difference Fair is you're, you're in a father role here. You're a stepfather. You're an adult in this situation. And, and you're, you're calling him names down the stairway? I was. Slamming the door? I mean, what? I was. Come on. You're either defending it or you're not. Because I said, did you do that? You said, well, she did it. I did it. What, what are we on the playground? She did it. She did it. She did it. Well, I'm talking to you. What, yes, is, I did. Is everybody developmentally arrested here? Uh, apparently. I mean, PP, Wawa, she did, she did, she did. Come on. I just, if I could say something, I don't feel like you've ever really felt, you know, the way that you treat people. I don't feel that you ever get punished because you see yourself at the top of the food chain and you'll keep the argument going and going and going and going. So you can say whatever you want and do whatever you want in the house. Even if things are completely mellow and normal between us, you'll come home and slam the door because you don't want to hear us and you turn up the TV so, you know, we aren't heard. You know what, Brian? How many times have I politely asked you to either close your door when you're listening to your music... I live in the house, too. I understand that. Mom and I appreciate that. Just as much as you I do. understand that. But how hard is it to be considerate to other people in the home? If you want to listen to your music... I don't have a 
shower an hour before you come home so I don't get screamed at. You know what, Brian? All I ever asked you to do is please leave me some hot water. I work in construction. I'm dirty. I'm filthy. How hard is it to leave something for the next person? And when and I can that, just that a happen second, every single day, no, every single time. Oh my god! And goodness. then when I ask you and I say, "Geez, thanks for saving," you call me a piece of because you how, put on my face and call me the word. How times do you think you get in no, my face and call me the word once? Yes, you did. And that was once. That was said over out of hot my water. Breath. Over hot water. In because the home. after you constantly, came home, no, constantly, listen, you came constantly. home in the middle of the day. In the middle of the day, after working a stretch of nights, coming home at 9 p.m., and you randomly come home at 2 in the afternoon, and I had a bath because I was sick, and all the water was gone, and so you called me the s word. Well, That's how it happened. If all this doesn't motivate you to move out, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Honest to God, I, I, honest to God, I would go down to the Salvation Army before I would listen to this. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> what, what, what's up with that? I mean... Well, I actually was living on my own for about six months with my friend, but I just didn't want to be around him anymore. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. No, that, was, that was pretty good. I mean, uh, yeah, some, some of them bought it. What, let me ask you, why has it been okay with you for this guy to be verbally abusive with your children. Well, it's not. Well, apparently it is. Well, we, we're we <clears> almost, <throat> like, on the verge of getting a divorce if things don't change. Like, it, we will. Well, potential just means you haven't done it yet. Well, it's coming. Like, and then... But, I mean, he's 23. I mean, if you were going to stop him from being verbally abusive with your children, wouldn't you want to think about doing that, oh, I don't know, 10 years ago? Yeah. Well, we've been together 10 years, so it's... Yeah, exactly. I didn't pick yeah, that at random. I know. <laughs> well, it's, well, it's just kind of now it's like, you know, all come to a head. And it's you know, isn't gonna... that funny how sometimes you can be all kind of all embroiled in something and then you come where somebody's kind of a little objective, comes in from the outside and looks at it, and when they describe it, it, it this looks a lot different, doesn't it? Ugly. Does it look a lot different when you hear me describe Completely it? Completely different. You're an abuser. You, you verbally abuse these children, right? I guess I do. I never thought of it as abusing, but as being uh, a bastard, hard loser, uh, all of this name calling. How, how yeah. would you give me a, an adjective for that? There is none. You you hit the nail on the head. You enable ridiculously. You. You, I just, I, I certainly can't describe you with a verb because there's, there's no action. I mean, you just, you just sit in this squalor in the bottom of the house. It, it must smell terrible down there, doesn't it? Well, I got the litter box back there, so yeah, it can smell pretty bad. Do you use the litter box? No, that's my cat. Oh. Well, you said you didn't go upstairs to pee. I wondered what happened. Hey, uh, I just, you said, I, I, I wondered. Okay, so you're not doing anything. You got out. Yeah. Boy, stay out. I will. I am, yeah. Really, you got out, stay out. <laughs> and you're just walking around pissed off yelling at everybody. Pretty much. All right, Bonnie asked me to tell her what they've been doing wrong with Justin. I'm going to do better than that. When they come back, uh, I'm going to put some verbs in my sentences and not just talk about what's going wrong, but what needs to happen that's right. We'll be right back. 
This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street. Essential television. We are the real Brady, Brady Bros. Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg. And uh, who were you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are the real Brady, Brady Bros. Bros. with Bill and Bonnie who say they haven't been able to motivate their son Justin to go back to school, land a decent job, or even go to the bathroom when he needs to go to the bathroom. They want him to move out of the basement. They want him to take some pride in himself. Um, how, how's your love life? Oh, it's like damn near non-existent, I'd say. Because I, I, yeah. I, I, I can't imagine, you know, sliding up next to some girl, you know? <laughs> Saying, hey. On the couch? You don't come over to my mom's basement. <laughs> Just cleaned up the cat litter smell. Uh, I mean, that's got to be a hard sell, right? Yeah. So, I mean, this isn't working for you at any level. It's just you've kind of just let days turn into weeks and weeks turn into months. Yeah. And, and have you ever had a girl down there? No. When I moved out, I did, but not since I moved back in. Yeah. So they, that's not a like a chick magnet pad thing. Oh, no. It's not working oh, no. for you. So that's not working for you. You're out. Stay out. Yeah. And you are just a, a big mouth bully, right? I mean, you just, you just go on. Do you, do, do you do this thinking it will help? You know, I did. Thinking it'll, you I know, like you're the coach. The, I though. thought it yeah. was the right way that it was the firm, assertive, why father was ex-Navy, that kind of tough guy. Yeah. And obviously, So it would challenge him mistake. to come up those stairs and get a degree and a yeah. job and... And as long as he had in his mind, loser, worthless bastard, all of those things, that, yeah. would, that would just really make him feel good about, come with me. Yeah. Come with me. Uh-oh. Uh, that, that's good right there. That's good. You see these bags here? <laughs> yeah. One says loser and the other says lazy. That's in your vocabulary for him, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, pick those up if you would. People talk about baggage all the time. But they don't really know what it means to, 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 to just be weighted down with things, like loser and lazy. But you got to come up out of that basement, right? Yep. Well, come on. Yeah, come on. Okay. Yeah, just stay there. <laughs> come on down here. Oh, I'm sorry. Go back up. <laughs> 
That's about 70 pounds that you're, that you're carrying there. Have I made my point? You've made your point. Bring them bring with you, and we'll sit back down here if you would. If he's having a hard time getting up those steps on his own, what do you think handing him that does for him? Doesn't help him. You seem a little out of breath. Well, of course I'm out of breath. I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> They're heavy. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Have a seat. I wonder, I wonder if it would have made a difference every time you wanted to yell loser or lazy at him, that instead you went down and, and sat down on the couch and said, hey, you know, I, I know you've made some bad choices, and I know now you're just stuck. Let's, let's talk through that, because I, I know it's tough. And I can't abide what you're doing. What if you started with small things and you held him accountable and you gave him some ways to learn some things and achieve some things and you just started to give him some, some positive input and role model and guidance. I wonder if he would be in a different place today. And I'm quite sure he would be. And there was a point in time where I did say to Justin to find a full-time job is a full-time job. And you guys, for what it's worth, at some point in time, the cheese slid off my cracker, and I thought what I was doing was the right way, and I'm horribly, horribly wrong, and was I'm that nine so and a half sorry. Years ago, or you know what? Maybe I've been like that all my life. I'm sorry, but I thought I was going the right way. I admit it's the wrong way, but I've made some horrible mistakes. I admit that. I'm sorry. You can become a help here. You, you can do it. You, you can do it. You don't want to be living this way, do you? No. I mean, don't, wouldn't you love to have your own apartment and your own car and be paying your own car, your own insurance, your own stuff, being able to, to bring a girl over, watch a movie, go to dinner, you know, go out, play on a softball team, do, you know, just whatever, you know, just do things young guys do. Yeah, exactly. You would love to do that, right? Yeah. He doesn't want this. He doesn't want what y'all have programmed him to have. I'm going to get somebody that's kind of a, a, a hybrid therapist life coach okay. to get with you and start to set some goals and make some action plans to get there. You're just 23. I got t-shirts 23 years old. You, you, it isn't too late for you. Your life isn't ruined here. Yeah. So you can go home and lay around in some smelly basement and pee in bottles or you can start taking some pride and, and dignity yeah. in yourself. And, and get it done. And I understand that inertia is tough to overcome, so I'm going to get you some help to do that. That'd be great. And I truly believe you can do that. And I want you to come back here and give me a progress report. All right. Fair enough? Yes. Thank okay. you very much. All right. Next, we're going to meet a mom whose 20-year-old son dropped out of college. She's also got a 19-year-old son. He just got kicked out of college, too. We're going to try and figure out what's wrong with that family, because I hope they've been going to school on this family. We'll be right back. Charlie and Cody are supposed to be away at college studying things like business, education, lots of things. Instead, they're living in my basement. I never thought I would have two boys that have dropped out of college living back at home. If things don't change around here, I'm worried that I'm going to have boys living here that I'm doing their laundry and feeding them until they're 30 years old. 
starting in November on Dr. Phil. This is the face of someone that's I know I have to walk away because even if you don't mean to hurt me, you very likely could. Some of these moms participate in mother-daughter pageants. You're being a psycho, crazy pageant mom is what you're being. She gets upset that I get attention over her. We fight every day, and I don't want to do that with you anymore. You did sexually molest your little sister, correct? Yes. Just like casual. Let me tell you, there isn't anything casual about molesting an eight-year-old child. She has tried to set my husband up with other women. Did you put him on a dating website? I did. I hate my daughter-in-law. They're young and obviously so in love. The problem is he's a married man and he is not married to her. You want to leave with her husband. She does not give him the love that he deserves. You're offended at her? You still talk to the guy you had the affair with? Well, I don't think it was an affair. If y'all got together and you dropped the linen and start grinning, that's an affair. All this November on Dr. Phil. Closed captioning provided by... Now, Chris is a mom who had high hopes for her sons, Cody and Charlie, when they went off to college. But Charlie dropped out, Cody flunked out, and each boy moved back home. Now she feels both of her sons are majoring in failure. Take a look. Charlie and Cody are supposed to be away at college studying things like business, education, lots of things. Instead, they're living in my basement. I never thought I would have two boys that have dropped out of college, living back at home. Charlie and Cody are responsible in some areas and completely irresponsible in other areas. My job history up to now has not been too good in my parents' eyes. He's been through four or five jobs, and he's only 19 years old. He doesn't want to work when there's something that he would like to do. He might get a crummy shift here or there, and his way to get rid of the crummy shift was either calling in sick or trying to leave early for being sick. I don't approve of the way Charlie and Cody spend their money because they're not saving for their future. Whenever I spend money that my mom doesn't agree with, she tends to get pretty angry, but I just have a real bad spending cash habit. I don't approve of $200 sunglasses. I don't approve of the $60 polo shirt. She's coming in my room at night and snooping through my wallet to make sure I have a certain amount of money left after my paycheck, and I don't agree with that. Charlie and Cody do not want to pay rent. They think they're entitled to live here. If they were feeding us every meal of the day and giving us an allowance, yeah, I would understand rent. But I think that's ridiculous. Until we charge them rent, they're just going to coast along in life and not do anything different. If things don't change around here, I'm worried that I'm going to have boys living here that I'm doing their laundry and feeding them until they're 30 years old. Okay, why do you live at home? I'm in a little bit of a financial hole that I'm about climbed out of, but it was pretty deep for a while. So. You, you got into some debt for legal fees? Yeah. Are you a slow learner? No, I'm pretty, I'm pretty quick at learning. Really? Because I was doing some math here, Mom, and I'm curious, help me out here. Uh, in 08, you, you got caught with marijuana and got a 10-day suspension from school. In 09, you got caught with a, with a bow and arrow on a... Game reserve? Something like that. It was like a, na it was a, like a national gun. park. It was a like blow a gun. gun. So you're out with a something you hunt with in a game reserve. Yeah. It's like the zoo. Yeah, yeah something like so it's that. It's like you were going through the zoo with a blow dart. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, then in July 09, felony marijuana possession, which is why I asked you you're a slow learner because we can knock one, two, that's yeah, the third I got, one. I have a problem with getting caught with marijuana. Yeah, three-year probation. <laughs> then in January 10, that was the DUI. Yeah. And how'd the car fare in that? Uh, that it doesn't exist anymore. It was total? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so it was total. Then February 10, which is just a month after the DUI, you got arrested again for felony marijuana possession. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's why I was in such a legal, uh, such yeah. a financial hole right there. That'll do it. it. It cost me quite a bit of money to get out of that and not get a conviction on any of those. So you learned your lesson. Oh, wait a minute. Not true. Because May of this year, you were arrested for felony marijuana possession again. Yeah. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six times you've been arrested for marijuana possession. Yeah, well, this recent time, I'm, every other time it was kind of my fault, I believe, but this recent time I was just in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people. That's how I feel about that, but I'm, I'm, gonna take, I'm getting them all taken care of when I'm hoping to get back to school. Yeah. That's the plan. The wrong place at the wrong time. Are you serious? Yeah. That's, that's your answer to all of that is you just, you, well, that last one. Well, I'm trying to get... I'm Ignore those to... first six. <laughs> that last one, I was a victim. I'm working on it. Don't worry about the first five. <laughs> yeah. To, what are you doing living at home? <laughs> You're just sitting here yucking it up at, <laughs> at his self -stroke. What are you doing at home? I don't like living there because of the chaos between me and my mom and stuff like that, but... I came home from school and I've been living here, living at home since. He said he came home from college. He, he didn't come home, he got kicked out, right? He flunked out. Yeah, they so, said yes. go and away. He said that he was academic probation after first and then please don't return after second. Okay, so you, one dropped out, and one got kicked out, flunked out. Mm -hmm. And what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a college counselor. <laughs> Was a college counselor. Mm -hmm. Was a college counselor. My career I spent doing college counseling, at, and much of it at their high school. Well, uh, Chris says her younger son, Cody, got in a whole heap of trouble when he got arrested for stealing beer from the wrong garage. Because yeah. it happened to be the garage of the mayor. <laughs> we'll talk about that when we come back. Tomorrow on an all-new Dr. Phil, he's going to the altar for the 11th time. You're a serial bride. Dr. Phil has the big question for groom number 11. What the hell are you thinking? Tomorrow on Dr. Phil. Closed captioning provided by... Now, Cody got in a whole heap of trouble when he got arrested stealing beer from the wrong garage because it happened to be their neighbor who was the mayor. Take a look. I have been in some bad things in the past that would lead my parents to think that I'm not going to be as productive as they would want me to be in life. Me and a kid that I had just started hanging out with recently, we went out and went garage hopping, which is the taking stuff out of garages. And we went into a garage and... All we ended up coming out with was five beers. When you go into a person's house and the people were at home, it's considered a felony. 
The problem they did not realize, it was the mayor's house. If you put yourself in the most minor positions, you could still end up in a ton of trouble. We thought he was in bed sleeping, and here we are getting a phone call that he's been arrested. Charged pretty heavily by the prosecuting attorney, just due to the fact that they were trying to make an example out of us. Him and his friend both received a sentence to be in jail. Cody's was 45 days, his friend was 90 days. They both were put on state order probation, and they both had to pay quite a bit of court costs. He learned that lesson the hard way. Did the time for that crime. Um, did you know it was the mayor's house? No, I had no idea. I... What'd you think when they gave you that little piece of information? Well, whenever we, they caught us, they said, do you know how many people we catch up here stealing stuff every year? And we said, what, a lot? And they said, no, there's usually just two idiots like you guys. Because <laughs> they, they, they knew it was the mayor's subdivision, but we didn't, so. Well, that's a handy little piece of information to have. Yeah. But you guys kind of feel like you're entitled to be there, right? No, we, we both do a lot of work around the house. We don't pay the bills, but we do keep up the house, do maintenance around the house. You said you would pay rent if you were given an allowance. Uh, <laughs> the allowance is a little higher than the rent. <laughs> what, what do you want to see these boys do? I know not everybody has to go to college. They can find something else to do, but they need to be working full time, 40 hours a week, and they need to be helping around the house if they're not going to be paying rent, and they need to not repeat the mistakes that they keep repeating over and over and over again. Well, why aren't they doing all of that? What, what's getting in the way here? Well, I was starting to think the way you're thinking, that they're slow learners. Yeah, that's why I said, are, are you a slow learner? Because you, you deal with drugs a lot, and you apparently are not very good at it. Yeah, <laughs> I figured that out. Your legal fees, you're estimating around $14,000 in attorney fees and $4,000 in fines. How would you like to have $18,000 right now? I'd be a happy man. You like nice things, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And, uh, and he'll go buy nice things, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And then you learn about it later. Yes. Like whenever we spend our own money on things, the first thing that comes up is, well, if you waste your money on nice things, you're going to be out of our house. So I think she has all to say. I don't think it's at all, at all us. Well, I believe she's entitled to it, isn't she? Well, yeah. You say your money? Your yeah. money? You're living for free? You're eating her groceries? I suspect you're driving her car if you drive at all. I, isn't she completely subsidizing you? Yeah, she's, yeah, she's so doing that. So what money do you have that's yours? My money that I make at work. So she pays all the expenses, then you get your money and an attitude with it. <laughs> Is that right? Somewhat. You, you ever sit around and say, I cannot believe what my mouth just said? No, usually I rationalize it in my head. You do? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I just wondered if, if after you said that, you thought, wow, it's really hard to take back stupid. <laughs> this woman is completely supporting you, and you don't like her telling you how to spend your money. Your money. Well, I, I, I do things around the house to, to um, substitute for my living there being the nuisance that I am living She's there. not really impressed with your work around the house. She's told us that it's a little spotty. I clean those windows good. 
He's never cleaned a window. By the way, it's clean the windows well, not clean the windows good. If you'd stayed in college, you would know that. Yeah. I didn't take an English class. Um, so at this point, do you want to go back to school? Yeah, badly. So what are you doing at her house? Well, I, I like to stay home. I'm making a little money before I decide to go back because I kind of spent, spent a lot of money my first year down at... When he yeah. was at college, he got really mad at me because his first bank statement came in, and he had an all-you-can-eat dorm plan, so he could have been in, his, in there five times a day eating. And he didn't realize it, but I added it up, and I showed it to him, and he looked it over, and it was right. He had been <clears> at college less than 30 days, and he had spent $700 on fast food. All right, we're going to take a break, and then I'm going to tell you exactly what I would do if I were sitting in your chair. Okay. We'll be right back. Thank you. Rebecca's my girlfriend. I've talked to her about two and a half, three hours a day on the phone. What do you guys do? They were always together up till she went away to college a few weeks ago, and now they're always on the phone. Which my mom, she didn't, she's not thrilled with that. I'm gonna pray some dinner and then after that I'll call you later on tonight. His cell phone doesn't work well in the basement, so they're calling on the house phone all the time. So if I go to use the phone, it's tied up. Well, that's 20-year-old Charlie talking on his cell phone in his parents' basement. Now his mom, Chris, says he's been doing a lot of that since he dropped out of college and moved back home. This is your girlfriend, Becca. Do you have any concerns about some of his uh, decision-making skills? Yes. Um... With being in trouble, I wish he would just try to learn from what he's done, not keep making the same mistakes. He does still decide to do some of the stupid things he has done in the past. Here's the deal. You need to stop paying for cell phones. You need to stop paying expenses, credit card, whatever you're doing. You need to stop that. You're not helping them by letting them stay. Right. And it's not going to be any easier a year from now than it is now. Amen. If you don't do that, they won't do what they need to do. Right. You need to understand, you need to stop this before they will start that. Right. Okay, you need to stop supporting them, housing them, taking care of them, or they won't start doing it for themselves. Now, you, all you guys need to do is you just need to get back in school. Yeah. Get, go make application, get registered. I don't care if it's a junior college, four-year college, where you need to get in school somewhere. And if you've got to get a loan to do it, you know how to do that. Come on. What do oh, you yeah. do? You're a college counselor. They, yes. can, get, they can get a loan, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. And in the interim, you need to set up what they do around the house. They need to be paying some rent. They need to be, at least pay the utility bills. They need to do something. They need to start contributing. You are cheating them if you don't require it of them. My husband's going to love you. <laughs> yeah. I bet he'd like to He's... kiss my bald head right now. <laughs> Listen, don't sacrifice their futures to make yourself feel better in the moment. That's selfish. Don't do it. Don't okay. do it. We'll be right back. Closed captioning provided by... Hey, audience, do we have a great time here in studio? Area, come join Robin and me in the studio audience. Tickets are free, so just go to drphil.com and click on Be in the Audience. Or you can call 323-461-PHIL. That's 323-461-7445. Okay, I want to thank all of my guests today. And listen, I understand because I'm a parent. 
I understand that you love your children, you want to nurture your children. And sometimes it's hard because it's easy for them to just kind of lay up against you, let you pay bills, cook for them, clean for them, do all of that. But they will never learn how to do what they need to do. And there's always anxiety. When Jay went off to college, our first went to college, I remember Robin cried all the way from Austin back to Dallas. And then she got there and said, well, I didn't teach him enough to cook and I didn't teach him to iron. So now he's down there hungry and wrinkled. Oh, that was horrible. Uh, And that was, but they made it, right? (laughs) Yes, he did make it. As you see, yes, he did. Yeah, they they do. (laughs) But they don't do it until they need to do it. Necessity, necessity, necessity. Thanks for being here. So long. Thanks, guys. You want to nurture your children. And sometimes it's hard because it's easy for them to just kind of lay up against you, let you pay bills, cook for them, clean for them, do all of that but they will never learn how to do what they need to do. And there's always anxiety. When Jay went off to college, our first went to college, I remember Robin cried all the way from Austin back to Dallas. And then she got there and said, well, I didn't teach him enough to cook and I didn't teach him to iron. So now he's down there hungry and wrinkled. Oh, that was horrible. Uh, And that was, but they made it, right? (laughs) Yes, he did make it. As you see, yes, he did. Yeah, they, they do. <laughs> they, but they don't do it until they need to do it. Necessity, necessity, necessity. Thanks for being here. So long. Thanks, guys. See y'all. Bye-bye. So long. Bye-bye. See you guys. Bye.